Vidar and Catherine Ligard are the founders of safarimission.org. Vidar Ligard is also the author of A Fork in the Road, a book that gives you life lessons you were not taught in school and that the church did not tell you. And that is what Safari Mission Podcast is all about, teaching practical steps to personal growth and development. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Vidar and Catherine Ligard. Today we're talking about time management. Yeah. You know, there's a number of different types of resources. There is uh, people, there is time, there is energy, there is money. A lot of times we think we need to learn more about managing people and, and managing money, and that's well. But with people and money, there is always an unlimited supply. You can always have more. With energy, you're, you're very limited. The energy you have is the energy you have. You might be able to help it a little bit by working out, doing a few things, diet, and so, and so forth. But it's still limited. You can't go to unlimited. And it's the same with time. You know, whether you have no income or you're a billionaire, you still have the same 24 hours every day. Yeah. And uh, as, as you grow, you find out that it's, it's actually more important to manage time than it is to manage money. You can always get some more money, you know, when you know how to get money, uh, you can't get more time. Right. So it needs to be managed. The Bible talks about this too. Paul writes to both the Ephesians and the Colossians, make the best use of the time, he mm -hmm. says. Right. So how do we do that? That's a good question. But, you know, <clears throat> let me at least quote your, you, yourself. <laughs> Make a quote from your book, Fork in the Road. And it's about prioritizing. Because like you said, we all have the same amount of time. It's more about how we prioritize our time. Um, and I'm just going to read this in uh, the chapter Dreams and Visions. Getting something done means you're saying no to a hundred good things you could be doing and only focusing on the great ideas. When pursuing a big dream, it requires persistence, patience, keeping your focus and staying the course over the long haul. Focus means that we ignore lots of other tempting affairs in order to get our goals accomplished. Prioritizing and time management is, mm -hmm. is, is very much related. You could almost say it's, it's the same thing. And uh, yeah, I think, like I said there, there's about a hundred things I could think about that I could have been doing yeah. instead of sitting here right now talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> right, but you know what you even say in the next page over? It says it's dangerous to work on good ideas and important things. Prioritize and work first on what is very important there is uh, an illustration that goes well along with this and it's uh, you know if you're driving down the road you see all these billboards and different advertisements mm -hmm. and um, if i see an advertisement for hair color yeah it'll automatically get zero of my attention. might get some of your attention i don't know but it doesn't get any of my attention because it's absolutely not important to me mm -hmm. so it doesn't have the power to distract right but if I see an advertisement for hiking Kilimanjaro or I see an advertisement for some outdoor sportsmanship and go trout fishing or something like this, that advertisement will easily take my mind mm -hmm. and pull it in a particular direction. 
And when it's done that, mm -hmm. it has taken away from whatever I was working on. It became a distraction. And so these distractions don't happen uh, with things that are absolutely not important to us. Mm -hmm. they, they tend to happen with things that are important. Right. But it takes away from doing what we had already said today is very important. Right. So, so in that sense, it's the good ideas that you have to watch out for. It's the important things that you have to watch out for because that is where your distractions are. And you can't work on a hundred different things at the same time. You, you have to be dedicated, persistent, consistent in whatever area you have planned that you have decided you're going to go. And you know, we all think that what we prioritize is important. But then we realize when we see ourselves in comparison with another person who is highly efficient and high, have high capacity, we realize then that what they prioritize is so different from what we prioritize. And then we realize that they're prioritizing the very important things and we might just prioritize what seems important at the time. So, you know, how do you know what's important? How do you know what's very important? Well, that's why you want to plan your day. You want to plan your life. You want to have a strategy. You want to have a goal to work towards. Because if you in your life have no goal to work towards, you will never know if a priority lines up with the goal you have. Yeah, setting setting that the, the, the plan and the purpose for your life, mm -hmm. your goals for maybe for your whole life, mm -hmm. But also for for the year, mm -hmm. for the calendar quarter, right? For the week, yeah. Uh, what is the goal for for today? Yeah, even today, you know, how do you how do you take control of the day? You know, when you wake up, do you already have a to do list that you have put priority? You know, that you have prioritized today. I'm going to at least get this, this, and this done because it's very important. And if something comes up along the way, I need to evaluate: is this emergency worth my attention? Maybe it is, and you know what's an emergency for someone else may not really be an emergency for us. Yeah, you know we used to laugh at because there's been a saying that you have to wake up and pray before the demons wake up in the morning. Yeah, and, and at times we've laughed at, at at the saying, but there is some truth in that you have to get up and you have to plan, or at least plan your day. You can plan the evening before or the morning of, but you do have to have. Uh, conquer the day so to speak mm -hmm. before the day wakes up right. or before the interruptions of the day start right, right. Uh, for some people that's eight o'clock in the morning that interruptions will start for mm -hmm. some people it's uh, maybe it's 6 30 or 7 whatever the right. case is whenever those interruptions start in your life yeah. you have to have planned that day mm -hmm. before they start mm -hmm. because every interruption it has to be evaluated against the priorities that you've already set for that day. Exactly. And the thing is, if you don't get a good start of the day, the rest of the day tend to just slide and you just don't know where the day went by the time you're ready for bed again. And you know, there, there are some real uh, basic things that come to time management as well. And that is, you know, you need to plan yourself so that you are at the place you need to be at in time. Uh, you know, uh, coming late, to work coming late to a sales appointment um, will not make you successful, and I think you even have an illustration yeah. on that. Talking about talking about a sales appointment, I remember um, I was in the office one day, and I had a very important appointment. Uh, it was actually a funeral, 
of someone that I knew well enough that I really needed to be there. Right. And um, and I had a sales appointment, um, and and I had given the salespeople thirty minutes in my calendar for that day. Mm-hmm. Well, they showed up ten minutes late. Right. And um, that sales appointment was important enough that it it made it on my calendar, but right. it wasn't nearly as important as as the funeral that was coming up. Right. Well, they show up ten minutes late, and I informed them, well. You're 10 minutes late, so you only have 20 minutes remaining. Right. They overran their 20 minutes. Right. To this day, I don't know what they talked about. I don't know what the sales presentation was about, but I do know this. I've never talked to the people since because the, that that level of rudeness mm-hmm. of not respecting my time, right. that is a guaranteed way of them not getting what they were trying to accomplish that day. Exactly, and that's a typical example of if you don't take control of your day in the beginning of the day, you'll end up running late for an appointment, for work, whatever it might be, and that's not going to go over well with the one who you're going to meet. You know, you're going to try to sell something if you're not there on time, having prepared a presentation that you can remember, likelihood of you buying or to using their services are very small because they were not in charge of their time and they had not planned themselves to have a good presentation. And the same with work, you know, you have people coming to work who are continually late. They may not have work to go to in the end because, you know, they didn't manage their time and plan. And a, a lot of times when I talk about planning your time, I talk about thinking backwards. You you start with the time you have to be somewhere. So in this particular example, if the salespeople had to be at your office, say by 10, um, then they have to think, okay, I need to be there by 10. How long does it take me to get there from where I'm leaving from? And if that's 45 minutes, they have to say, okay, I need to leave at least by uh, 9.15, but you know, there could always be traffic. There could always, always be something, something that comes up. So yeah. you need to learn to, if it takes 45 minutes, you leave 15 minutes early. So in this case, if you have to be somewhere by 10, you leave by 9. That gives you 15 minutes extra time for emergencies, and you have allowed for the full time it takes to get there. So that means you have to leave no later than 9. And you have to keep looking at your time, whether that's a watch or that's your phone, and you need to, whilst you're getting ready to leave, maybe you're getting dress, maybe you're preparing other things, maybe you're preparing your sales speech, whatever you're doing, you need to keep looking at time and you need to be ready to leave out the door by nine o'clock. You don't get to nine and then you start packing up your laptop and then you start putting your shoes on and then you start doing all those things because by the time you then leave, it's what, it's nine ten. You're already late. So you need to, okay, if I need to leave by nine, by 8.45, I should stop what I'm doing, I should pack my bag, I should put on the last makeup, maybe put on my shoes, do my hair, whatever it is I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> it depends on who you are, what you need to do. But you know, you got to think backwards like that. And if you don't have those set deadlines in your head, you end up being late. And one late, okay, so you didn't finish in time. Now you don't leave in time. Now you won't show up in time. And then maybe you have to prepare that sales presentation because you're not ready yet. And you need you need at least 30 good minutes to prepare for that in the morning. 
Well, then start at eight. That gives you a whole 45 minutes before you need to wrap it up and start prepping to get out the door. So always allow a little bit of extra time mm -hmm. so that you have that cushion so that you are ready for your sales presentation on time, you're there on time, and that's how you become successful because you are prepared, you're ready, you're conquered the day, and you plan for it, and there you are. And you know, you you'll give a good impression to whoever you need to meet that day. And so that's that's how you plan those these basic, basic things is that you need to you you start with the end. And then you work yourself backwards. What do I need to accomplish in order to get there yeah. on yeah. time? You know, with, with time management, um, typically, you'll, if you look at people at a particular economic level, there's typically time management habits that are common at that particular level. If you look at people at a higher economic level, typically they'll have different time management priorities. Mm -hmm. uh, so, for example, where we come from, uh, it, it's coffee land. <laughs> yes. And um, if somebody shows up at the door, you'll always, you'll invite them in, you'll make a cup of coffee, and you'll spend an hour, two hours. You, you'll drop what you're doing to spend that time. Uh, I know many places tea is, 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 is real common. But um, at a particular level of economic productivity, you no longer have the time to sit down with a cup of tea with everybody who, who would like to do so. Mm -hmm. In fact, right now, uh, we have some cups right here, but um, I could have preferred to spend some time with, with people that I haven't spent time with in a long time and be on the phone with them, have a cup of tea with them, but we have to do this right now mm -hmm. uh, in order to accomplish what we're supposed to do today. Yeah. And so you, you need to learn to say no yeah. to things that are common at the particular level where you are. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's something called the 80-20 principle. 20% uh, of your time probably produces 80% of your income or 20% or, or of the things that you do yeah. produces 80% of your results. Mm -hmm. yeah. Start asking what are those things that actually produce 80% of the results of my life typically come from 20% of what we're doing. Yeah. Well, those are the things that you need to prioritize, mm -hmm. and, and the 80% of our time produces only 20% results. Right. Some of those things you need to start saying no to. Exactly. So that you start focusing <clears throat> more on high-value time commitments. Sure. So let's just kind of keep illustrating this with the same illustration. You know, you have the sales meeting. We talked about how you need to work yourself backwards to see set deadlines in your own head. When do I need to finish my breakfast? When do I need to finish my presentation? When do I need to start wrapping things up? And when do I need to be out the door leaving? But you know, you have a, so back to this example, you're leaving at nine because you have a sales presentation at 10. You have allowed yourself for 15 minutes extra time just in case something comes up. And if not, you'll just arrive 15 minutes early and you'll be ready when you need to be ready. But what if what if you have a phone call come in from a friend of yours and then they want to just talk on for 15 minutes on the phone and you end up saying, oh yeah, he's a good friend, she's a good friend. Let me just take this phone right now and just like have a little chat because I did allow myself 15 minutes. You know, so if I leave 15 minutes later, that's okay. What have you just done? You just prioritize something that is important to you, but over something that's very important to you, which is selling, yeah. because that's what you're engaged in. So you end up speaking 15 minutes on the phone, and then you leave, 
But now you don't have that cushion of 15 minutes. So if you're stuck in traffic or your car breaks down on the way, you're going to end up being late. Right. Or maybe another example would be you allow yourself for 15 minutes. Oh, I'm just going to stop by the dry cleaner on the way and drop this off because I have the time. Well, hey, I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, but it's also very close to, to our place. But, you know, it sounds like a good idea. It's only going to take 10 minutes. I know it's only going to take 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's important because I need my clothes dry clean, right? But something else comes up, and then you get late to the sales meeting, and you lose the whole sale. Because you prioritize something that was important over something that's yeah. very important. So, so here is uh, some principles for how to handle interruptions. You've, you've got your day planned, you've got your to-do list, you've got your calendar laid out uh, for the day. That needs to be a daily habit. Um, but then what do you do when interruptions come? Because interruptions do come. They always come. So there, there are three things you can do with an interruption. Yeah. One is it's, it's, it's not important enough, so it's an immediate no. Mm -hmm. Drop it. Forget it. Mm -hmm. uh, then, if, if the interruption is important enough, it needs to be handled, uh, use the five-minute rule. When you have been interrupted, you've already been interrupted. Your mind is now on the thing that you were interrupted about. Mm -hmm. So if that interruption can be handled in only five minutes, well, it's going to take you five minutes to get your mind back to what you were doing a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So if it can be handled in five minutes, instead of putting that thing on your to-do list, Handle it and get it out of the way so that it's not adding to your to-do list. Right. But if it's something that's important enough, it needs to be get done, it's going to take you more than five minutes. That's when you need to either add it to your to-do list or schedule an appointment. Mm -hmm. And many times I do that, pick up the phone and you realize this is going to be a longer conversation. I go, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm in the middle of a meeting or I'm in the middle of something else right now. This is going to take longer time. When can we talk about this? I don't have half an hour right now. I don't have an hour right now. Right. And then I, I, I reschedule, reschedule. Um, right. thinking of a phone call that uh, yesterday or maybe it was the day before. It was like that. And, and the conversation kept on going. And I'm sorry, but I have to close down the conversation because I'm in the middle of doing something that is very yeah. important. Right. This conversation needs to be handled but it needs to be scheduled so that my day is still kept in control. Yeah, and I think if you're going to say that rule, you have to also be very sure that you're very honest with yourself about what five minutes really is. Because sometimes we say, it'll only take five minutes and 15, 20 minutes later, you're still working on it. Then you're not being honest about five yeah. minutes. Five minutes would mean actually five minutes, five minutes. And, and if you go beyond that, then, then that's too much. And so, you know, if you if you keep thinking it's going to take five minutes and it keeps being 15, 20 minutes, you got to start being a little honest about yourself and realize that, hey, uh, these things are not five minutes. They're actually 15, 20 minutes. And you need to realize uh, by keep checking your your time, this is taking longer than five minutes. And yeah. so when you say five minutes, you mean five minutes, not not right. 10, right. not 15, not 20. You know, I'm thinking of a story right now. Um, there is a very well-known, influential uh, minister that shows up at a pastor's office, wants to talk to the pastor. And so he, you know, stops at the secretary's desk and says, I want to talk to this pastor. The pastor is in prayer. And the secretary informs the pastor that this well-known, say it's, it's a bishop, or it's, it's one of much higher seniority than the pastor he's visiting. 
And the pastor responds to the secretary that, uh, that's great, but right now I have an appointment with God, tell him to wait. And that, that's a powerful example of knowing priorities. Mm -hmm. What are the priorities in our life? It, it's God first mm -hmm. and our personal devotional time with him. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it's me and you. Mm -hmm. And me and you, we were here before the kids were here. So it's God first, then spouse, then kids or the rest of the family, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you go to your assignments, whether that's your work, that's your ministry, that's whatever you're you're working on. And then, of course, within, if, if this is work time, then you have prioritized those things as well. But mm -hmm. God first, then family, and then our customers and appointments and work and ministry and all of those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so it's finding the balance between all of them. Because, you know, you can spend unlimited time in one area. But it's finding the balance. It's taking charge of your life and taking charge of your day, taking charge of your time and allowing yourself boundaries. Like, I have to finish this in such and such a time. I have to, you know, start this and I have to leave by this time. And just kind of being strict and disciplined with yourself. Um, that's what is needed to take charge of your time and to have good time management. Until next time. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Well, that's it for today. Watch out for our next episode with teachings from Vida and Catherine Ligard. Like, share, and subscribe to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages at Safari Mission. You can also visit our website www.safarimission.org or call us at plus 254 805 to know more about Safari Mission and how you can get yourself a copy of Vidal Ligard's book, A Fork in the Road.